You're listening to Things I Should Have Asked My Mother, starring a girl and her mother. This is season one, tape two. Okay, so uh, maybe about six months ago, I was doing a catering event. So I was basically being a server at this event, and it's an odd job that I had. You know, I am doing all kinds of odd jobs Yes, sometimes. you're the queen of odd jobs. You're yeah, the queen of jobs, and but it's, it's my, good. No, but at my age, it's like, okay, I don't want to be doing this, but I did it to get an extra 200 bucks for the day. Money. And while I was catering, I ran into a girl I went to high school with, and it was kind of embarrassing. I was like, I felt a little bit like I was being judged and I felt like she was like, oh, well, I'm doing this. I'm working at this retail store. And I was like, oh, she's working at retail. She's like, oh, no, no, for HR, obviously, or or for the office or something. Well, she had to let you know because she was already projecting, you know, so she saw you doing that and she was like, oh, my goodness, I'm so thankful that I'm doing what I'm doing and I have to let you know that, no, I'm not working at a, you know, a sales girl. I'm doing better than that. Right. And that's... and. Good yeah. for her. Yeah, but it was it was just like, wow, I didn't think I would be here in this position. Right. I have yet to take another catering job after that because I'm like, you know what? I'll just stick with my regular jobs. And you didn't want to run into anyone I don't, else. No, I don't need to do that. So this comes into my next question. I want to know, who did you think your children would be? Oh, okay. I didn't think we were going there, but okay. Well... I never really thought hard as to what my children would be in terms of career, I think is what you're um, saying to me. What I, what, I, <laughs> what I remember is that um, both of my children are smart, but I remember that one of my daughters was very inquisitive and she always, you know, was looking for knowledge. And my other daughter was just beautiful. She just was beautiful from the time she came out through her whole life. She's a beautiful person. Both my daughters are beautiful. But so I, I was joking. I was at a family function and I was looking at my daughters. I said, this daughter is going to carry the brains and this daughter is going to carry the beauty. And then several years later, I said, wait a minute. There you, can, you can be beautiful and smart. You could be smart and beautiful. So I know that both of my daughters are that and many other things. What I... What I want them to be, of course, is happy. What I want them to be is healthy. What I want them to be is to know me, all of me. And that's what I, that's what I really wanted from that my daughters would be. Someone who knows their mother in and out and likes their mother. And even if they don't like some of the things I do, just be in my orbit. That's what I wanted. I didn't really think, okay, you know, she's going to get up and grow up and I want her to be a doctor and I want her to be a lawyer. I never had that sort of um, thought process. However, if you would have been that, that would have been lovely and nice and amazing. But I know a lot of doctors and lawyers who are so unhappy. But anyway, I just wanted you to be happy. I want you to be healthy. I can't say it too many times. And I want us, I remember my my mother always said she wanted her children to be close. And I wanted my daughters to be 
very, very close because my father was this is just them, you know, and and that's what I wanted. And I I tried to make that happen. I try, and you know, you and your sister clash many a day, but I tried to step in and play the referee. I always rather, you know, with the triangle, somebody's always the odd man out. I would always prefer that I'd be the odd man out and you and your sister dance off into Wonderland because that is what I want. I want you to be happy and healthy with each other. That's what I want. So career-wise, you never, ever tried to push any career? Well, I wanted, you know, I wanted to be a dancer when I was younger and I wanted to put one of you to be a dancer, but unfortunately, neither of you had rhythm so I I dance very well these days <laughs> ask anyone so I said well that's not gonna happen I said they're not gonna take my Broadway dream they took my Broadway dream and threw it over there because they just and when I you know I love my Alvin Ailey you know I love to go to that all all the time and when I take you guys there you just you just indulge me you really don't feel it the way that I feel it. and I can't make you feel it if you don't feel it you don't feel it so I enjoy it. You you enjoy it because your mother's taking you to enjoy it. You don't be like, yeah, mom, I'm going to get tickets for Martha Graham. I'm going to do this, a, a dancing to Harlem. You know all these different things. I because you know it. I love that sort of stuff. But I, you know, I thought about you being dancers, but that didn't happen. I just it was just a thought, and um, <laughs> you know, other than that, again, happy and healthy. You did put us in. Dance class. Yes, I did. Very briefly. Because I knew. Short-lived. I knew that it was waste of money. Wow. Okay. But you know what? Sometimes I I wonder if that stifled me in any way because I wasn't pushed. You know, like some people. Mother guilt. You know, I'm just wondering, like some people, they get tossed into these things and they are told what they're going to do and what they're going to be and they don't even have to think. But then maybe it also helped me grow. You said it. You don't even have to think. I wanted you to think. About what I wanted to do and what I wanted to be? Absolutely, because then you would make it happen because it's your dream and your desire. I can't put my dreams and desires on you. I mean, as far as education is concerned, you know, you get the education, you do what you do with it. But it, when you have a, a passion and a desire, it comes from within. I can't toss it to you and say, here, this is your dream. This is your passion. You, each individual has their own. Even though you are my children, I feel like, you know, you're mine, but you are individuals and you must find your own passion and what makes you happy and your joy. I'm still looking for it. And that's okay. You Did you get up this morning? And the sunshine. Right. And God willing, you'll get up tomorrow and the sun will, well, the sun may not be shining, but you, you'll get up. And thank the Lord for that. Right? That's right. That's Always. Right. Always. So if I told you tomorrow, oh, I've found what I want to do. I found my dream career. I want to get on a pole and dance. But I say, baby, you can't dance. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Don't do that to yourself, baby. Very clever. Okay. Uh, But everything else is a go. Is a go. You know what, though? You're right. My sister did carry that intelligent, brainy type of yeah vibe, and I was 
more of the creative one. You very much were creative. When you had to do something for school, if it was something involved in writing a story or drawing something and making it beautiful, you just, you excelled and you were doing it. But meanwhile, you had the history, you had the this, you had the that. You couldn't be less than bothered. But you were always, always creative. You were sewing and making clothes for yourself and tying up scarves and doing this and doing that. You always did that sort of thing. So that's why I knew that you were creative. And when you're creative, sometimes it takes a moment to find that pocket where you belong. It takes a moment. And don't ever, ever beat up yourself, even if you're carrying a tray to that girl, spill the drink on her and let her go to the bathroom and forget about her. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know, but it, it's hard. Yeah, I'm, I, I I'm understand. 31. I understand. And 31 may sound old to you. I'm 60. So it doesn't sound old to me. My sister has her career pretty much figured out, I'd say. And that's great for her. I'm happy for her. Me too. I'm happy for her too. What does that have to do with you? I'm behind. She's Why been... are you behind? Because she has her career figured out? Yes. So what? I feel behind. So what? You, I mean, did you didn't think that I would be here at? 31. I didn't, I, you're here is what I'm thankful that you're here at 31. I didn't think that, I didn't think 31 or 32 as your sister is because it went by so quickly, you know, when, as, as we talked before, you know, surprise, surprise, you're pregnant, surprise, surprise, you're pregnant again. So I didn't, the thought of you being 31 and not understanding or feeling that you were, you found your niche yet was not in my thought process because, you know, it happened so quickly. I still feel like you're five. I still feel like you're 10. I still feel like you're sweet 16. I still feel like you just made 21. It goes by so very quickly. Yeah. So as far as you not finding your niche, keep looking. I want to do something that makes everyone proud. Make yourself proud, because no matter what you do, I'm proud. Make yourself proud. Not no matter what I did. There was one time you told me you were disappointed in well, me. Well, you know, I, I, we live life, and, you know, we disappoint each other. Yeah. That was a bad, that was a bad moment. Yeah, yeah. We, well, you know, we have our moments. So I want to do the opposite of that, but got any ideas? Well, I know that you're doing this uh, real estate thing. And I know that real estate is very um, tricky, and we're in New York, so it's very difficult. And I'm hoping, I'm hoping that we have something coming up our coming up um, soon that will uh, generate something and uh, put you in a mindset where you're like, yeah, I got this, and this is what I'm going to do. But on the creative side, maybe I should be looking into that. Do you want to? You you don't want to write? Do you want to write? I write do you wanna, sometimes. Yeah. Do you want to draw? Do you want to, you know, there's so many things that you could do. But I mean, for me to give you suggestions is I can. However, once again, I said it's within you and you have to find it and you're going to find it. I had a friend, a very, very good friend of mine. She had a first child at 35. I thought that was ridiculous because it was so old <laughs> from me to my and my. <laughs> In my wow. perspective. So it's just a matter of perspective, you know, because 35, of course, now these days, because people have babies at 50 or whatever they, they're doing now. But um, you're going to do you. 
Just keep doing you. That's it. Just keep doing you and keep that energy and keep that genuineness about you and just keep doing it. Something's going to fall into place. So basically, that's the only thing you wanted. You never had any thoughts like, oh, she'll probably end up being an architect or a writer or something like that. Nope. That's not that's not me. That's not where my um how my mind flowed in relation to um my children. My you know, and I know that a lot of people they set the path for their children. And that's great. You know, I want you to do this, you're going to do this, you're going to do that, and you're going to do this. And once these people have done that, some of them are good, great because they they didn't have to think. They just follow the path that the breadcrumbs that their whoever set for them to follow. You know, I didn't set out any breadcrumbs, follow this and go this way. No. How do you feel about that parenting style when... Sometimes, you know, you know, mother guilt. Sometimes I say, you know, well, maybe I should have this, maybe I should have that, maybe I should have this, maybe, 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 maybe. And then I toss it out the window because you know what I'm very proud of? What? I'm very proud that I could talk to my daughters. I'm very proud that my daughters, sometimes, most of the time, will go somewhere with me. I'm very proud of the fact that when we have a holiday, even if we all don't want to be bothered with each other, I'll throw some food together. You know, I hate cooking, but I'll throw some food together. And even if you come to my house and we lay on the couch and go to sleep, I had the best day, the best day. So these things, these simple things make me happy. Not the fact that I could go to someone at a cocktail party and say, yes, my daughter's doing this, my daughter's doing that. My... No, that's not what makes my heart pump. So when people ask you, what are your daughters up to? Well, my daughter is doing, my <laughs> doing da- nothing. She's my having daughter, trays. My daughter's doing whatever she wants to do. And that's what I tell them. My daughter's doing what she want to do. Getting however dressed, she wanna do getting it. some rest, okay. living life. That's it. And, it's, and, and who's to say that that's not correct? Who's to say that that's not good, you know? Did you grow up this way? Like, did grandmommy and granddaddy, I guess, did they ever try and set you up on a specific path or did they want you to follow, or any of your brothers and sisters to follow? Well, my mother, she was a trailblazer, but she was still also caught in her generation. And um, I, I, I saw that my brothers went to better schools than me. And I was smart. And I am smart, as you know. Yes. I'm smart. And um, book smart. And, <laughs> and street smart. You've got, yeah. you've got it all. You're the total package. I'm a, I'm a combination. But anyway, <laughs> so I said to my mom, and my mom was very, you know, staunch in her ways, and what she said went, and that was that, you know? But I asked her, I said, Ma, why um, do my brothers go to better schools than me? And she looked at me as if she wanted to knock my teeth out, but she did answer me. She said, because they're going to be providers. And even though I really didn't quite understand and accept that, I knew what she meant. But as I got older and older and older, I realized, wait a minute, I'm a provider. I'm a provider. I could have went to better schools and did better things, better in quotes, you know, but I'm very thankful where I ended, where I'm at, and I'm very thankful that I did some of the things and how I did them. My dad, being the man that he is, and I think I get that strongly from him, whatever makes my baby happy. That's all my dad wanted. That's all my dad required from me. 
as long as I was happy and nobody bothered his baby. But my mom, I'm very thankful that she was the type. And she said to me, you know, I wanted to, I wanted to go to these variety of different schools, which I didn't get to go to, but so be it. She told me to learn how to type. And I was like, and I hated typing. I hated it. I hated typing. But you know what? Typing kept me indoors. Typing got me to get my daughters in good schools. Typing got me the great job that I have today. So she told me to do that, and I didn't want to do that. I wanted to do other things. I wanted to join a dance company. I wanted to, you know, I have a variety of things I wanted to do. But she told me to t learn how to type, and I did that. And that typing took me where I am now and took me to the fact that I could take care of myself. Because once I started taking care of myself, I was taking care of myself. And I think that I do decently taking care of myself. Wow. So I'm just thinking, so this one skill that you got led you to all these different places. If you never learned to type like Grandma May suggested, then what? Where would you be and what would you be doing? Because, well, and you know what? I was never, and also when I was in high school, they wanted me to join Arista. And Arista was this um, club for smart people. I didn't want to join it because I wanted to be cute. I didn't want to be smart. And my mother tried very hard to push me to join it. And I didn't join it. And I, and I, occasionally think, wow, if I would have joined Arista, I wonder what directions I would have taken. But again, as I say, I'm quite content and happy where I'm at. But you never know what directions life takes you. You just don't. You know, and you can't go in every direction. You have to sometimes buckle down and get that path together. And you will. Right now, I'm going in every direction. That's that why I'm lost. That happens. Any skill that you suggest that I I'm should I'm not going to suggest get? that you learn how to type because that's typing not, is passe. Yes, that's <laughs> not happening. I'll continue <laughs> typing with my two fingers. Not, let's not do that. But um, it's, it's a different world in that respect because, you know, you know, of course, everything is a computer-based thing and, you know, all these different sort of, you know, apps and swipes and all kinds of different lingo going on today that wasn't around when I was, you know, making my way through this world in that respect. But um, sometimes it happens. Sometimes it happens that you're like, okay, what am I doing? What am I doing? And then there's certain things in life that just will make you get to that path. Certain things that happen to you make you make certain decisions. You know, so it's like when I had my daughter, I made that decision to get married because that just was the decision that I needed to make. And um, you're, you know, you live on your own and you do take care of yourself, you know, even if your sister or I or whoever helps you. But we help each other. That's what we do. We're not, you know, we're not going to not help each other. So and you should be thankful a little bit that you don't have that stress of, oh my God, I gotta, I gotta get it together because you know my mother's, my father, 
my people are, you know, stressing me, which, you know, sometimes we need that. We need to and be pushed. you did push me and my head into walls well, I several, have. several times when I was a child. She didn't say and then that. You, <laughs> and then I guess you were like, okay, this is, this is just too hard-headed. I can't. Because you were not a child that liked school. Your sister loved school and it was a pleasure getting her through. But you... And there was no way in the world that you were not going to complete high school because people were telling me, oh, she don't have to finish high school. Really? Oh, no, she will finish high school. And then you went on to college as well, and then you made your choices there, there on. However, you didn't, you, there's no way in the world that I wasn't going to push you through high school because you're smart. You just don't want to be bothered. So I'm glad, I, I, I'm glad I've done these things, obviously. And that I, I would have been a mother guild. I would have certainly <laughs> been, you know, not, it, it's not me because I'm, no, you had to get your high school diploma. Come on. I mean, that's just, you had to do that. You know, just like some people have to get that, um, whatever, PhD. PhD. They have to, you know, and this was the have to. You have to do that because then everything else, you know, like my aunt says, is gravy. Okay. Mm -hmm. Everything else is gravy. But again, wake up, see the, see something, hear something, you move, you got an, another opportunity to look for that passion, to look for that place that you feel that this is what I'm supposed to do. Well, going back to school is not going to happen. Just that's one well, thing. Well, you know. I'm not. School is not always, as another person said, I think it was uh, J-Lo said, you know, some people get their experience, you know, through books and through education, but sometimes you get your experience through just living your life, and that's a degree in itself as well. So I feel that too. Yeah. You've, you've been here, you've been there, you've been, you've been, you've traveled, you've traveled more than me. You know, you've traveled here, you've traveled there. These are experiences that make you into you know, create different things about you. So you have that experience to travel by yourself, living in different countries. You've had that experience. That's something that a lot of people can't say that they had. That girl, I'm going back to her for lack of, you know, <laughs> who's doing HR or whatever she's doing, she probably didn't get to travel. And if she did get to travel, good for her. But anyway, you know, you got to do some things that other people couldn't do because they were schooling or because they were... Couldn't do it. Yeah. There so you got one, to do things. One reason and one reason alone that I became this traveler, though, and that was obviously because I, my first experience overseas was for my boyfriend, like my time boyfriend. And then from there, I was like, oh, okay, I like this. Right. I'm going to keep doing it. That opened the door. Yeah. That opened the door. That's all, that's all sometimes you need is just an opening of a door. And you have to be willing to walk through it and deal with whatever's in front of you when you walk through that door. Yeah, this guy that I met, um, he was saying how I should just be reaching out to a lot of people and who are in positions that I would want or whatever, but no one too big, someone who's going to actually answer and go get coffee and go do this and maybe I can... Networking is what we used to call it. Yes, that's that's what it is, okay. basically. Okay, still networking? Okay, good. Networking, <laughs> I, that word is so annoying, though, because... No, but networking also, if you generalize it, is just, once again, having conversation, which it your is. generation is, like, lacking. 
Yeah. Having conversations, simple. Hey, how are you? You know, so and so, and you never know. It's that seven degrees of Kevin Bacon where you never know. You're talking to this one who's the connect or LinkedIn, fourteen, you know, steps away from getting that position that you would like or whatever, or getting into that area that you would like. Because you're not a nine to five type of person. That is not because I've said to you, okay, go here and do this. You're like, that's not my thing. Go, that's not nine to five is just not your thing. And unfortunately, nine to five is easier to niche into yes. as opposed to creative, general. You know, just you know, get um, into whatever I want yeah, to. You know, so I keep thinking I'm gonna live that dream. I'm gonna figure it out. And every time I'm like, I have to cave a little because I may have to get a nine to five. And, and sometimes you do have to, just like people who are actors and actresses, they have to uh, waitress or whatever they have to do before that big break comes along. You know, it's just, it's just that way. Yeah, I need it. Don't get discouraged because don't get discouraged. You got to keep on moving. You got to keep on doing it. Or you could stay in bed one day and, you know, and wail and yell and do whatever, wallow. But then get the heck up and do what you're doing. Keep it moving. My sister went on a completely different path, and I went on a completely different path. Who do you think is happier? Well, I think you're happy and happy. Well, happy, what does that mean? Happy, she's probably happy because that's what happy is to her. You're happy because sometimes you don't have to deal with certain things. So you're happy, but you're not happy with, you know, as you just expressed that you didn't get your niche just yet. But to me, happy is another word like choose that, you know, it, it means different things to different people. You know, are you not happy? I'm not happy in my position. Okay. And that's fine. At the moment. That's I fine. need. I think I need a little push, maybe a big push, but... I don't know but in what, what direction. Correct. See, that's the thing. Can you help, Mom? Well, I we would have to have a little more of, of, of a conversation as to what sort of things you want to do and what sort of, where do you see? I remember when I was in high school, you know, I like to go back and digress and do all kinds of things, go off on tangents. But when I was in high school and I, maybe in 10th grade, and the, the counselor says to me, oh, where do you see yourself in five years? And I was like, five years? I don't even know if I'm going to be on this earth in five years because it seems such a far stretch. And the and the concept of thinking ahead was not in my capability at the time. So, But that's what you, you and I could brainstorm about that. Literally, sitting down one day, I'll come over to you or you come over to me. We start writing down, okay, this, this, that. We could just write it down. Sometimes it just helps to write it down or write it out, not just speak it. Write it down, and then once we write it down, we, you know, put it together. You know, I can type, so I put it. To, <laughs> I'll put it together for you, and you'll read it. Then it becomes a story. Once it becomes a story, you could kind of put it in your brain, and then you can make it work that way. You know, there's ways to channel it. Yeah, I actually got a speaking coach. Did I tell you that? No, to speak um, what? Because I feel like my speech is could be improved. And as you said, millennials aren't into the whole conversation type things. We don't do that really. You I don't. send a text, I'll write something down, I could right. see it and I can yes. edit it and I can yes. do it exactly how it's yes. said. But yeah. I don't have that much time to think in my head before I speak, you know? Okay. <laughs> um, and I, you so know, yeah. I'm very big on articulation. I'm very big on big. I'm very big on vocabulary. I'm v I love the English language, you know, of course, you know, so I... I think it's wonderful that you have someone helping you with that. That's great. Cool. 
Mm-hmm. So that's who you thought I would be. This is who you thought I would be. I just want you to be my baby and be happy. I made it, Mom. I made it. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's basically it. I thought you would have been like, oh, so you always were building with the Jenga and cards and making things, so you were creative, and I thought you were going to be an architect, so blah, blah, no, blah. No, well, okay. Now that you've said that, I used and to... And I wanted to know about my sister, what you, she was okay, okay. All doing right. as a child. All right. That's why we have a conversation. You can help me to, you know, get into the topic. When when you... I thought you were actually going to be a, a writer, because you used to... There was one story... Of, that you wrote called The Clock. And I, I don't remember where it was, and I tried to keep it because it was such a wonderful story that you wrote. And at that time when I read that story, I thought you were going to be a writer because you wrote so creatively. And so I saw the story the way you wrote it. And you were young, you know? So I said, oh, she's, this girl is going to write stories. That's what I thought that you were going to. I thought you were going to be a writer. And um, I thought your sister... Was, I knew her sister was going to be some intellectual sort of being because she just she just was so she's smart she's very very smart and she likes to let everybody know that she's smart and then she used to like to argue a lot so I thought maybe she was going to be a lawyer I thought she was but I didn't know how to push her if I knew how to push her into that I might have pushed her a little bit into that I know how to do it now because of where I'm at but back then I didn't know how to make that happen for her, you know? So I think that's what she would have been. So you see these natural gifts yeah. in children. And oh, then... yes. And, you know, when, that's why sometimes you, to be, you should be have a little wherewithal before you become a parent so that you could also help your children with that in that respect. Because when you're young, you don't know everything. You, nobody knows everything. But when you're a little older, you have more to give and more to, you know, help mold these young minds. If I was, you know, if I had the wherewithal, I would might have put you into some writing classes and things of that nature and drawing classes. If I had the money also, I would have put you in different things like that. But, you know, I just needed to keep you straight and narrow so you all just played ball, you know. But I would have done that and with your sister, I would have put her, and I did put you guys in a lot of... Um, after school. After school stuff. And I did put you in a lot of... Um, to help you with acting that that and to remember you were going to that I thought you were going to do that too but you know you went to the school and you froze but anyway <laughs> thank you that was an experience I don't like reliving that much that oh man we had a good time and we didn't mean to laugh in your face but we but you laughed in my face good and time. hence I will never ever go after an acting career again <laughs> believe me you oh. It was it was hysterical, but um, you know, we 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 did try things, but there's so many things that you could um help your children to attain if you have the wherewithal. There's so many things you could help your children attain if you knew who to reach out to. Sometimes it's just a matter of knowing who to reach out to because we don't know everything as the parent. So it's nice to have other people that you know, have friends, or even you know the school you know puts you in touch with certain things. But you have to. It's a job. You have to figure things out. You know, some people do their jobs better than others. You know, sometimes you don't do the best at your job. And then in hindsight, you're saying, oh, I should have did this. I should have did that. So, But when we were younger and you were with the other moms and things, did you chat with them about I all could, the... And be bothered with these other moms who were so uptight. I mean, they were truly uptight. Okay, Where are their and children I, now? 
Working at HR. No, no. (laughs) and jumping off bridges. But no, I, you know, I, I, that wasn't my thing. Once again, I came, plus I had to go to work. I'm dropping my babies off. My daughter's off to school. You know, I say hey to this one, hey to that one. I don't want to hear about, well, Susie couldn't get this and Susie, I don't want to hear any of that. I'm paying my tuition. My daughters know what they're supposed to do here. Get it. And I'll see you when I get home. Sitter's picking you up and we good. That was the way, and it was the routine because I had to be the provider. So you didn't have other mom friends? I had one, but you know, no, I didn't really want to interact with them because they annoyed me. I didn't really like them. I didn't like, I don't like forced socialization. That is not something that I'm good with. If I like you and I vibe with you, we good. That's how I feel you. I have, I'm, I feel your energy and the energy that I felt from the other um, parents was neuroticness and I'm already neurotic on a certain level. So I didn't want any of that, any of that. I had no time for them at all. And I'm quite sure they realized that. So they didn't talk to me either, but that's okay. But I had a few, you know, because if you're, you're a friend of so-and-so and the mother of course wants to come and see who their child's, person is or whatever you know we chatted and I did have a few but nothing major where you chat about oh Susie's going to do this and we should put Susie in them well actually you did because the basketball moms right well see that was that was that was and good. then you all that I was very other. thankful for that because you know and these <laughs> some of these ladies knew you know that I couldn't be less than bothered but they entertained me and they you know we became you know f- we actually did become decent friends you know and we traveled together and we did a lot of things now see yeah the basketball that was how I kept you guys you know busy because I wanted to make sure you you were busy you had the school but I also wanted you to have some fun stuff and that was what the basketball did we got to travel and you got to go on the court when you weren't supposed yes, to yes <laughs> I was gonna ask you if you remember that I was like so many flops, and then I'm like, I can't do it anymore. I, I tried to play basketball. I, I, I tried said to be my an daughter's actress. daughter's not, 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 she's not an athlete either. So. Um, I was on track and field. No, for you did. And I, you know, that's what I years. didn't understand why you guys didn't continue with track because track is a solo sport and you have long, beautiful legs. So why didn't you continue with that? I don't understand what happened. I with didn't that. want to be an Olympic there athlete. I'd go. rather be cute, there you know, like see? my mom. Like, oh. that's what she said. Oh, she just need to be Mother cute. Guild. <laughs> you know, but I'm like, Okay, but that I now thinking about the basketball. I mean, my whole world was basketball. I had no thank goodness I had I wasn't married because I wouldn't have time for my husband because I was always although your father did come to some of the games, of course, and the trips actually. And you know, it was a lot. It's a lot to really raise children. It's a lot. It takes a lot of your time, a lot of your energy, and a lot of freaking money. So you know, but yes, we did have fun with the basketball stuff. You know, we did. We have a, we had a good time and we had some, you know, craziness, but it was it was good. It yeah. was good. If I ever have a child, what's the kind of path that they need to follow? If you say one thing you always want is for them to have an Ivy League career. What if they're like me? And what if they just like, no, I want to be creative. And I and they still could be creative, but get that Ivy League uh, diploma and you're good. So okay? you're going to push them. What's the this outline that? If I had an outline for the, your, yes, your child, yes. because I'm the grandmother now, so I could do it differently. Yes, yes. What you've I, got a second okay. chance at doing this. Okay, Let's this is see. what I would do with this kid. 
And I'm sure the kid would be creative as well as intelligent, as well as stubborn, as well as smart mouth. All of these things this child would be. <laughs> smart mouth. So, and I'm, and you know, I, you know, I always, I have a preference for girls, but if it's a boy, he's got to be tough. See, that's the thing. It's, it's You've that never balance. never raised a boy. That balance. That I grew up with two brothers. But you never raised a boy. Thank God. Thank God. But my brothers, the energy level is, it's just different. You know, and I and when I was having children, I was so afraid that I was going to have boys because I was like, oh, my God, what am I going to I don't know. Oh, my God. And thankfully, the the gods up above said, OK, we won't do that. To her. We'll just give her the two girls. But um, I would make sure, of course, that they're happy and healthy and that um, when they're young, they go to a nice little um preschool that sets them up and keeps their mind open and developed. They go to a nice uh, school, you know, get that uh, education up to high school or eighth grade and then go to another school. Or maybe there's schools now that go from kindergarten all the way up to the 12th grade, which is great. But to me, that also stifles a little bit. So I would want them to, you know, move around and, and develop and see different types of people. Because when you're in a school for a certain amount of time, you just see the same type of people. To me, that's not good. Would but you keep them here in New York? Would Where else is there to go? Well, you know, with my international mindset, I would. <sighs> no, no. New York is the best place in the world. But anyway, I, you know, I would be open to maybe summers they go different places. But as far as New York, you get so much. You get you get the tough, you get the smart, you get the this, you get the that. You get all kinds of, you know, get the, all kinds of things. You know, recreation, you get the cultural stuff. You get all of these things. And you can walk each block and see all kinds of different people. You don't get that a lot of places. Okay. You know, and I think that's good for, you know, a well-rounded individual. New York's my home, so you know right. this is... Right, we're not going to argue that point. Yeah. But, um, and then after they got out of high school, they would go to a nice, you know, Ivy League school and then meet different people and do whatever they do. And then, of course, then I would sit down and say, well, what do you want to do now? Wow, wow. <laughs> okay, you're, you're 30. You can make your own choices now. Anything you like, sweetie. Yeah, you want to try? Okay. Um, but see, this is what um, a grandmother's about, or so I hear, is that, you know, you can, you know, you have a second opportunity to undo or redo or whatever the case may be. But I haven't had that. Yet, unless you're here to tell me something. Oh, nope. So okay. No announcements here. Okay. Um, <laughs> not, no, definitely not. Uh, that would be my yeah. sister first, hopefully. Well, you don't know. We don't know. Well, hopefully, hopefully. We'll um, see. Mm -hmm. So when you go to an Ivy League, you need to do, like, extracurricular things, When too. you go to an Ivy League, you really, really, really have to do a lot. They act, they ask a lot. They require a lot. And you can produce there's, there's no, you could do it. Would you like to scam, give them some money, scam them like those people? Oh, <laughs> no, that's not even whatever. in my thought process whatsoever. I would have to just try to get the monies in different forms and fashions, but I would never, you know, do something underhanded like that. That's just not something that I'm thinking about, you know, because I don't, you know, mm -mm, it's not my thing. So that's who you want your grandchild to be, This basically. fictional grandchild, this but, you know... And or even go to a you know a good a good school good schools or just go to a school that's good and get a good education to get that um, foundation a found a strong foundation is the best thing you could do because with that foundation you could grow here you could do this you could do that you could do all kinds of things it's the same reason why I said you have to have that high school diploma because if you didn't have that high school diploma and you took off to Italy and you wanted to do whatever you wanted to do you can't do anything because you need a high school diploma. 
Yeah. These days, though, people aren't going to college as much as... Well, the, it depends on what fraction of people you speak to, you know, because... People are seeing people make Facebook and make other kinds of things and become these big successes without finishing Well, I college. understand that, but I, I... Well, you know, what? there's different paths to different things, but, you know, certain paths are this and certain paths are that. There's different things. You don't have to necessarily have this um, college education to succeed or to be successful in life. No, you do not. So your grandchild says, I don't want to go to this Ivy League school. You say, but you're going. <laughs> <laughs> have a great trip. Have a great four years. And I mean, if of course, you know, if they, they really are like against it, then then it, the, it would, wouldn't make sense because they wouldn't, you know, get anything out of that uh, four-year process. So. They'd be resentful oh, they of would, their grandma. They, they, then they would have, you know, therapy sessions that are required, you know, and that's a whole other thing, too, because we give each other therapy. This is know? our therapy Correct. Right here. There this you go. We're talking. We're just having conversations. Chatting it out. We're already setting up brainstorm sessions for that's, me to figure my life out. And we're going to do that. We're going to do that. If that's when, and, and, if, and if this, this is what came out of this podcast is that we're going to sit down and brainstorm. Not tonight, but we're no, gonna. No, no, I, <laughs> we're gonna, I can't even. We're gonna sit down and we're gonna brainstorm what my daughter's directions, passions are, are, and we'll figure some things out. We'll have fun doing it too. Yeah, we'll have a glass of wine or a bottle. I'd probably need two. There you go. You know. Um, great. That was great. It's been nice chatting with a girl and her mother. Absolutely.